Welcome to In the Green Zoom, bringing you comedians backstage from their bedrooms. I'm Paul Danke. Thank you for joining us. We've got a great show for you this week. Lots of the Green Zoom pals are with us. Ryan Singer, Greg Barris, Phoebe Bottoms, Maggie May, James Fritz, Chris Fairbanks, Gareth Reynolds, and Matt McCarthy are all on the show. Great roster. One of the things I love about this group is I really feel safe when we try to tackle some of the bigger issues. This week, we really get into it, and it gets heavy. It gets dark and deep very early, and we try to wrestle with the eternal question of how should Matt McCarthy store his DVDs and Laserdiscs lest they crush him beneath their infinite weight. Our solutions will shock you, delight you, and push your understanding of space-time. Another one of my absolute favorite parts of In the Green Zoom is when we inadvertently give bizarre, long-form shout-outs to some of our favorite comedians. This week is no different with our new segment, Where is Joe DeRosa's Sandwich Shop? Wonderful comic, great pal, and where the hell is his sandwich shop? We also talk about straddling the line between self-love and vanity, and if it ever is, in fact, cool to kiss your own muscles... You know, I don't remember what the consensus is, so you're going to want to stick around for that. But, you know, looking back at it retrospectively, I got to say, kiss whatever the hell you want. It's your body. It's your choice. Uh, You're lucky to be alive at this point anyway. Speaking of, we talk about the end of the year and the new year coming and what that means for us. And I ask the gang what lessons they learned from 2020 and what will they be bringing with them into 2021. I know, real controversial, easy morning show segment, Paul. Real hardballs. Well, guess what? I got one foot out the door, okay? I'm already relaxing. I'm in vacation mode, so cut me some slack, all right? Some of these are softballs. I go easy on them, but, you know, they're my friends. What am I going to do? Rake them over the coals every week? It's not right. We should head back right away because we don't want to be late. This is a near New Year's show, a New Year's adjacent show, pre-New Year's recording, and you can never be late for these New Year's shows. People get so aware of what time it is around the New Year, and I'm like, babe, give it a break. January 3rd, no one gives a shit what time it is. You know what I mean? We do not care. It's like, yes, it's infinite. It's going on for months. We don't really give a damn. But right now, it matters. So let's pop in there. I'm sure the gang's already already there, and I hate when they're, I hate when I come in in their mid-riff, and I don't know what the hell they're talking about. But I would love if I came in and they were all in midriffs. That would be funny. I, I'm going to propose that to them uh, right now. Let's head into the green zoom. Uh, forgive Ryan. He's doing his best here, getting the lion in the picture. And well, boy, when it happens. Because of what Ryan's doing, I'm getting motion sickness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. And if anyone watching is getting motion sickness, maybe you want to throw a piece of, piece of masking tape over Ryan's Ryan's cube. Um, I'll let you know when he's done. There he is. He just oh, had to get the, some... the majestic galaxy lion into frame. That's way better. Yeah. Uh, before it just seemed like a majestic galaxy without any type of animal background. Now, yeah. Now, now, now it now seems you know like it... a, a tattoo I'll get on my back. <laughs> with me, with me in front of the lion. Yeah. You're oh, part wow. of it. Wow. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> you guys been watching that tattoo competition show? No. 
It's uh, a lot better than you think it is. <laughs> <laughs> I like what I've heard so far. I mean, it's yeah. guys, it's an artist competition. They don't just have to do tattoos. They have to spray paint walls and draw stuff and they could make spray paint out of clay. People. What's that? They don't just have to tattoo. They could paint the person. They could draw they, them yes, with a pencil. Yes, there is a body painting episode. You're exactly right, Matt. Well, yes. Matt, we've got a show for you. What you're saying is <laughs> tattoo is kind of a suggestion. No, they, it is. They are tattoo artists, and some of them are terrible at graffiti or drawing in general. Oh, that's fun. That's and other scary. ones are great artists, but like me, they have a shaky hand, so they get judged on their line quality. It's talked me out of becoming a tattoo artist. Anyway, <laughs> Paul, you're the host of this thing. I'll be quiet for a while. No, Chris, I think I um I love this idea. I love I actually love tattoo shows. I used to watch them all the time. Um I love to see people go through their journey and how emotional people get about it after having their flesh scarred. I I, I, it wasn't that emotional for me when I got any You tattoos. a Kat Von D fan, Paul? Of course I, I love Kat Von D. Isn't she from Whittier? You have to, you got to love people from out there. She seems all right. Yeah. I don't know where she's really from. <laughs> no, no. Paul, if you love the tat a tattoo show so much, would you get a tattoo of the tattoo show? No. No, okay. actually, I would never do that because, you know. Great, Paul. Great British Bake Off. A friend, uh, there's a guy in Austin that had a tattoo of Hervé Villachez, and I, it's commitment to such a dumb joke that he'll have to, I hate that I have jokes that are 15 years old. <laughs> For you to have to be, oh, want to see my tattoo, and then it's yeah. the plain boss. you be in a safe house? Didn't we what? talk about the Forbidden Zone last week? Yeah. Oh, the Danny Elfman movie? Yeah. But Her Hervé Villachez is in it. Oh, is he? He's kind of the star of the movie. He's the king of the forbidden zone. Oh, of course. It's been a long time since I saw it. The 90s. It leaves an impression, that film. <laughs> it's probably why I thought I remember it being good because I haven't I hadn't watched any weird Oh, it's movies. Back I would then. I there are lots of words I would use to describe it, but not good. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just a big, you know, I'm a Boingo guy. I'm a big Boingo head. Of course. <laughs> my dad, my dad worked with him. Oh wow! And he said he was a womanizer. I love he that. was apparently a very unhappy. Yeah, uh, he got toward, crazy towards me. Mr. Boingo. Yeah. Did you no, know he was a, the, uh, Oh, oh, gotcha. gotcha. No idea who this guy is that we're talking about. He I don't either. Tattoo. A little person on Fantasy Island. Oh, Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he, do you remember he was in a series of Dunkin' Donuts commercials for Munchkins? Oh, I could oh never forget it. I'm a stockholder in Dunkin' before. He would always come rolling in with a crew. <laughs> and Fred the Donut Guy was like, all right, everybody take it easy. The crane, the crane. Was he in any of the other little person heavy movies like Time Bandits or Somewhere Over the Rainbow? Oh, he could, he could not fit into the cast of Time Bandits with his womanizing. Right, you know, right, yeah. He was, he was too big of a name. Yeah, yeah. Can make probably. a documentary about would. him, like on HBO? With, I hope uh, so. You might be thinking of Andre the Giant. No, the guy from uh, the little person from uh, Game of Thrones played him. Peter Dinklage. Dinklage? Yeah. Oh, really? He's probably my second favorite actor right now, right behind Ruth Wilson. He. I love Peter Dinklage. 
he's one of the voices in um the new Crudes movie, and it's maybe the most oh, perfect spoiler. casting. <laughs> he You're plays D- one- Dinklage is in Crudes du- Crudes Deuce. Yes, he plays the the dad who's like the advanced, evolved, sophisticated, you know, borderline not even borderline, just straight up obnoxious, snooty guy. Yeah, sure. I'm like it's like it's the perfect voice for this character because he's so pompous. Is Nick Cage in the first one? Yes, he's also in the second one. He plays the caveman dad. And again, perfect casting. Yeah, he is a caveman dad. Who knew I saw about the crudes? I'm not sure if Nick Cage is my favorite actor. I, I, he's so good. I can't make up my mind no yeah that's because every third movie he takes a giant dump on your chest right but, but it's that's just what you love about him. He's I know. his own acting style too he says that he's like there's this really amazing interview with him and he's basically like combined kabuki theater with like american acting and that's where his like, <laughs> range of emotions and reactions yeah and he's like he, well, you know the deal, right? If you pay him a million dollars, he'll be in your movie. Yeah. That's why he's in everything, because he has all these fucking castles to pay off. How but, much money do we have on our Patreon? Oh, yeah, can we figure... Can we oh, figure my God. It? Anyway, my friend, Just one of my best maybe friends... Maybe a 10-year plan. One of my best friend's dads directed um, him in some, like, you know, B-movie crime flick. And said he was just a fucking delight. He's a pro. He's yeah, a yeah. pro. Love it. Love Nick Cage all day. Love have him. You, so have much. you guys seen uh, Birdie? Yeah, Birdie's great. Birdie's yeah. a good movie, and he's a kid in it. He was like a heart, a, a ripped heartthrob guy. But Matthew Modine. It's awesome. Watch it. It holds up. I watched it recently. It's Moon, Moonstruck is on my top ten. Oh my yeah. God! I mean, Moonstruck is amazing. Struck. It's like, like it, you can't do that and be a bad actor. Like it's yeah. just there are. I it when you first meet that character, <laughs> he doesn't even say a he word, doesn't. and I'm on the floor. Like he's just staring at an oven, and I'm like, he this guy is brilliant. Wife. He yeah. took my hand. Johnny has his wife. Johnny has his hand. I've re- I've rewatched Leaving Las Vegas twice during the uh, pandemic and uh, oh, Honey. I even like Honeymoon in Vegas. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. Wild the three Vegas. pools are here. <laughs> I'm telling you guys. Hold on. I almost won a Wild at Heart poster on uh, on an auction recently. And then I got wow. out there by like two dollars. I ended up with North Dallas Forty and the Man with Two Brains, though. So still came out on top. Yeah, I'm not yeah. kidding when Is I it... tell you that my partner was deeply upset with me over Christmas because I did not purchase her a Nicolas Cage shirtless photo pillowcase. These are just the DVDs. <laughs> the collection. Is that the Nick Nick Cage? Yes. Yes. <laughs> oh wow! I've seen some that... really good ones here. You have your movies. Sorted by actor? No, he's the only one I do that with. Actually, I have the, I have Clint Eastwood, Arnold Schwarzenegger, and Stallone, and Nick Cage all sorted by actor. Okay, so I, not even wow. close to the only one. Yeah. <laughs> they are genres. They are their own genres. That's There's your no about it. They really are. They've transcended. 
to become their own Rushmore. <laughs> this one I don't know what is because this is why I love going to the thrift stores in LA because there are screeners sitting around. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. is a movie that Nick Cage directed Whoa. called Sunny. I've never uh, heard of it. Me neither. How did it come out? I don't know. It's just in this black box and it just <laughs> says no Nicholas. <laughs> There's no details. It just says Nicholas Cage directed this movie. Oh that's God, all it says. Like that. That's like a video <laughs> from The Ring. Don't watch it's, that, Matt. It's just, yeah, it's just a snuff film of Sherzak's husband skiing into a tree. It just says a film by Academy Award winner Nicholas Cage. <laughs> Sonny. That's all it says. Wow. Nicole? You opened it. Do you know what curse comes with it? It, I believe. <laughs> oh, the curse is, it's lifted. Oh, damn it. You don't ah. have to watch it. You just have to take it out of the case. Oh, boy. <laughs> have you guys seen Hi, Mom? No. It's, I uh, Wait, no, I saw Mom and Dad's. Mom and Dad was great. Mom and Dad yeah, was yeah, great. yeah, that's good. Yeah, Mom and Dad is, it's, it's kind of a, but Hi, Mom is young De Niro, and he's a voyeuristic photographer that takes pictures in people's windows. And then uh, he happens upon this virtual experience that white people get berated and beat up by Black Panthers through a window. And then it becomes a movie about that. But it starts, with, it's it's a weird, awesome movie. And uh, I think you should all see it. Can I make a video suggestion? Apropos thing? Yes. When was the last time anyone saw Ricochet? John Lithgow is so scary in Ricochet. So scary. There was this dive bar called Ricochets in Chicago, and they had framed posters of the movie. Oh, yeah. There's a fight scene where he uses phone books as knife fight armor. It is. Ricochet rips. Um, I feel like that came out like he had back to back crazy movies that and Raising Cain, I feel like came out like in the same year. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. And then right. Denzel had that and the one, the weird one with Russell Crowe. What was that one? Where he was like superhuman? Oh, um, oh, virtuosity. Well. Virtuosity. Yeah. That movie. Wow. Hey, Matt, someone Maybe. in the chat wants to know yeah. how many total movies do you own? Oh, oh, I mean, at least, um, I mean, I haven't. <laughs> Brain explodes. You're upsetting him. <laughs> You're upsetting him. The chat, leave him well, be. Kelly needs, needs to know. Store-bought <laughs> at least um, oh, like 2,600. But That qualifier oh killed him. But like the, um, like, but yeah, but like what about the, gifts? But like the home... Yeah, like uh, used blanks might push it up to like three thousand, but then once you include the pro wrestling, oh, oh god, which I do, maybe like which six I or do, six or seven thousand. Oh my god! Probably. Wow. I just oh I just god. bought a um. He's like I sleep in the car. I had to move yeah. the the <laughs> I moved the Guns N' Roses poster because I I I bought a new bookcase because I was just like I just need another bookcase. Oh, wow. And Glennis said to me, she goes, uh, what are you going to do when you fill this bookcase? I said, I don't know. I haven't filled it yet. But right now I'm very happy. This is oh, my wow. future, but with records, I, I need to slow yeah. down. It's but the good. place is a mess right now. I'm, I'm very upset that there's stacks of... I, I like to have it organized. What okay, uh, this brings up... This is our first, first topic. Wow, uh, I'm so glad you gave us the natural 
um, transition to that. Um, I want to know how should how should Matt be storing his DVDs in the future, lest they collapse upon him and he is crushed by the sheer weight of all of the digital video discs. Um, I'll go first because I know this one is really out of out of nowhere. Um, I'm going to go with those those rolling library tracked um, bookshelves. Oh, that's what, that's what I think. Be four deep, the whole wall, and you're just yeah. sliding them back. The I just ladder? all all the oh. the shelves move, not the. No, the shelves got to move because I, I'm a. It looks like a low ceiling in there, Matt. If I'm correct, we're talking about a, a standard size ceiling in no, there. No, it's it's pretty standard. There's a there's a fan up there. Is fantasy not allowed in this uh, question, Paul? Gareth, never ask me that question again. You're so fantasy right. Fantasy is I'll always back. allowed. I'll completely Gareth. Back. I, Gareth, and you're, and I don't you're want in to interrupt, but Matt's ceiling is just under eight feet. Okay. And that dog will confirm it. <laughs> yeah, it's locked in. I, I was using echolocation to, uh, and, and I'd Chris say, is correct. I'd say eight feet. I cannot touch it standing up, but I am six feet Just tall. under, just a hair under, less than an inch under. How long's your arm from uh, your elbow and above? Oh, he can Great touch question. that ceiling. Let me use my <laughs> Ronald Reagan library ruler. Absolutely. I was going to request that from, one. From... <laughs> you know, there's no metric side. You ever... You guys ever go to the Reagan Library? It's like you got to walk through a bunch of bullshit about how great he is, but then there's always like some exhibit at the end, like, you know, spies or, you know, there's always something worth seeing. You can walk through an actual Air Force One yeah, and Marine One. Oh. It's I've, catered, cool. I've catered three times there. And mm. uh, the second time I did something called a defense conference, which was just a war like weekend for people from like Lockheed Martin and fucking Boeing. Yeah, you and, love war so much. And I was like pouring some wine dinner service and Dick Cheney just got up as their special, mm. like to get some lifetime achievement award. And uh, I was I like- a, I got I literal chills when you said it. Wow. I was the only person standing and I had two wine bottles in my hand and I, I had no fucking idea he was going to be there. And I was like, what if I just dropped the wine and like it gave him a fucking heart attack or something? Yeah. Anyway, it you're, was. You're uh, thinking right. Kato I got it. The, and, and then uh, you do it and then you start singing, drop the wine, kill that dude. <laughs> drop the wine. <laughs> Kill oh, wait, that you're dude. telling us you had the opportunity to covertly take out Cheney and yes. you biffed it. I am a coward. I'm a coward. Yes. Because yeah. I was like, I thought about it. I stood there for like probably three minutes thinking about it. And I was like, if my dad was alive, I would do it because he would have loved it. And then I would have loved really... if I was the one to kill Cheney. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> my dad knew. But like, even if you had attempted it, like, you could have. Everyone here has a gun. Sorry. I'll get murdered. <laughs> no doubt. I don't want wow. that. And um, I, uh, there's I a chance he'd shoot you there. in the face. Yeah, they'll shoot me in. Anyway, just like. I, um, I have two questions I'll answer. One, from the top of my head to the end of my arm is 19 inches. And nice. somebody Hard? in the chat. Yeah. Somebody in the chat asked, why so many blanks? These are used blanks, so they all have things recorded on them, probably from TV. This is one of my, I just ran, randomly grabbed this. This is my, one of my favorites. It's labeled Pop of Greenwich Village. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
which is i hope it's pope of greenwich village starring eric roberts but it could be a movie I've never heard of. Hey, I'm the pop of Greenwich Village. Hey, I'm the pop of Greenwich Village. Hey, what's a poppin'? It's a me. I always, I've never hoped anything as Eric Roberts. Wow. You never hear a, a knock on the door and think, oh my God, I hope that's Eric Roberts. <laughs> Wouldn't hurt uh, if it was. It will be sometime. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, rocking some he parties. He's Christmas coming for me. Yeah, leave milk and cookies yes. out for him. Oh, look, Gareth and Greg are both still in the holiday spirit. Look how lovely oh, this is. Greg, wow. well played, my man. Wow. Oh, yes. did you did you light this this little cookie yourself, or did this come pre lit? This this was a gift five years ago, and I wear it for this soon now. Oh my God, it looks like you're being tortured somehow. Well, it is torture, and I. You know, Are I you tied to the chair? I am, and this is really the original Santa Claus hat. We oh. all know that. Yeah, we all know that. We wow. all know that. We all celebrity, know the story of Santa. celebrity sighting once again. Um, let's. Let, we're going to barrel through this first subject because I immediately regret proposing it, but um, now, now it's out there. Gareth, how should Matt store his DVDs lest they crush him? Uh, well, Paul, thankfully, you again have allowed fantasy, and uh, that leads me to wishing and hoping for some sort of wine cellar set up for Matt, where uh. he's able to go down there and dare I push it and and pine for a Morgan Freeman type character in The Dark Knight Rises, who's down there updating Matt with new VHSs <laughs> they have down there. But it's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of like big lights over dark spaces, warehouse vibe, wine cellar. That's what I would love. God, this is amazing. Uh, what a wonderful suggestion, Gareth. Thank you for taking this seriously. Thank you for allowing fantasy, as always. That fantasy is, of course, included. Uh, James Fritz, how do you think Matt McCarthy should store his, his collection, lest he's crushed to death? Mm, I've had some sort of floor tiling, build them into the floor. So, he can, <laughs> so there's no chance of them falling on him, and he can walk over them. And like select them, and but then you have to be careful that you put it back where you fall in the hole from your own selection. That's, That's like fun a too, though. Coffee table that has coins in it. Very well, that, yeah. Wait, wait, Ryan. No, you had a I mean, coffee table that. Hold on, Ryan. You're trying to you're you're, you're no. trying to derail us again. No, no. With, I'm just saying, you don't want to like in James's option here. You don't want your weight being distributed on the very fragile plastic of the blank tapes and DVDs. So there'd have to be some kind of that's fantasy, like a resin, which is allowed. I'm calling fantasy. They don't break. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, Ryan, okay. Ryan, no, yeah. Ryan, you know so good. Oh. You've got such a great idea. How do you think he should do it? Uh, wow, I didn't know we could. Fine. I didn't know we could critique each other's fun uh, suggestions. I got excited <laughs> by your suggestion. <laughs> Run with it, Ryan. Go, baby. I mean, yeah. am I the heel of the Zoom? I, I feel don't like know. I'm the heel. <laughs> Did I mention crystallized app waiting list is live? The um, <laughs> am I the only one promoting on a podcast? Oh, and no. Also, uh, go. It's live, this, buddy. This what's that? It's live. Yeah, the waiting list is live. Sign up for free access. Free no, your crystal app. Crystallize. Is it up? Yeah. You can identify crystals with a photo. It's going to be great. Anyway, so well, how do they find it? Is it live or not? See, the my, list list is, my criticism of your plug is this. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear what just happened, but I've chosen. Can I invest? Yeah. Hey, PM me, Greg. 
I, you, we are the same person. You're already invested. Oh, That's I, what I was think. just about to say. I was just about to say that. I know. What? <laughs> Here's what? my suggestion. For because me. we're all one. We're all investors. What? We, all, we all are connected. Watch Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind. The doctor. Uh, there's a lot of parts of me that would talk all of you out of being me. Three. <laughs> <laughs> This is what I think Matt should do, because I've always loved, I don't know if it says something about me, but I've always loved like the the madness of over collecting, right? And being surrounded by the collection, almost as if it's a living, breathing like ecosystem that you're inside of. So I think they should, and I always hated, uh, I always loved, I should say, when I walk into someone's house and there's just books stacked on the floor. So I think Ooh. there should be like, what are they, stalactites or stalagmites that come out of the ground? Might fall down. Stalagmites. Might. Might. Okay, okay, might. Fantasy. We'll invoke fantasy, fantasy clause. We fantasy got, clause invoke. That's Santa's brother. Stacks coming from <laughs> the ground. <laughs> stacks coming from the ground and the ceiling, almost as if it's an underground cave system. Gorgeous. I I love this. The gorgeous. drama. Gorgeous. Can't you see it? I could. I could smell it. I love this. Um, Phoebe, how do you think Matt McCarthy should store his his um, his DVDs in the future? Um, pretty simple. I think a black swirling cloud. I think just Whoa. a sort of a swirling, funneling uh, weather force that he just kind of has to like reach into to pull anything out. There's wow. no real way of like organizing it. Like Like when Heathcliff or a Peanuts character gets in a fight, yeah, exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Chris. And he can just be like, it's stored in the cloud, but it's the, he grabs it out of an actual yeah, It's an actual cloud. <laughs> it's right. that void that, with fish bones sticking out of it. Yeah, a real media. fuck you to technology. Yeah. Exactly. So not the cloud, <laughs> a cloud. <laughs> down VHSs and hardened media. I right. think we should I, all store our media in a cloud. Yes. <laughs> Just stick it to Apple. Yeah. But, like I'm like I'm like, do you want to see all my physical media? It's in a cloud, oh. and they're like, well, how how could you store something physical? And I'm like, no, yeah. I have a physical cloud exactly. because of Phoebe's high concepts. Con right. But in order to start the cloud up. We have to fight like cats over these fish bones. Yes. <laughs> That'll work. Then, we get every, then everybody's involved. I love that. Yeah. Everybody you just see a paw come out every now and then, and then a head. Yeah, yeah. There has to be a paw every now yeah. and then. Yeah, of course. I mean, to sell it. To show yeah. that there's still cats in there fighting. Right. I figure, I figure we love a tussle. We love Matt's VHSs. And uh, I, I, you know, I can't suggest anything. I do have a um, a Heathcliff DVD. Of course, go not. Of course, yeah, I do. Wow. Of course. Also, uh, as far as physical media goes, I have a similar number of physical medias. Is it uh, what? <laughs> what kind of medias are you talking about, there, Phoebs? Well, I say that I own a lot of DVDs and VHSs, but actually just Joe DeRosa does, and I just say that they're mine and he's holding on to them for me. <laughs> so we can probably do that with Matt too. Just take away the fact that he owns any, and then we say that it's ours, and we're just letting him borrow all of those wow. movies. Socialism. This is socialism, yeah. yeah. Socialism at, at play here, I love right. it. Joe, does Joe know he's involved in that deal? Constantly. 
Okay. Good. <laughs> Constantly reminding him that he's right. allowed to use all of my stuff for like another week. And then I'm one year to- for his birthday, I got him um, this Rock Hudson movie called Second. I thought you were just going to stop at Rock. Oh, I was Seconds like, that's a good great. gift for Joe. Seconds Wonderful. is a great movie, right? Yeah, I love that movie. <laughs> I, was tell- I was telling him about it, and he was like, oh, I've never even heard of it. So I got it for him. Is that Every Yes, exactly. Yeah. Every so often I ask him if he's watching. He's like, nah, man, I haven't watched it yet, but I'm just so happy that you gave it to me. <laughs> I'm sure he means it. That's a we great went, DeRosa. Yeah, that Thank was you. To, uh, we went to Amoeba one day and watching him try to figure out how to use a credit on what movies to buy is one of the most fascinating things I've ever uh, seen. You're just wandering he- around used VHSs and he just, or DVDs, and he was like, I can either get this box set of Frasier on Blu-ray or this movie that my friend directed that I said I was going to watch, but I don't (laughs) want to, but then I have these $2 on this credit that aren't going to get used. And I was like, this is the most I've ever had watching someone have a crisis, which is... Did he open a sandwich shop? Yes. Yeah, he did. It's fantastic. And he didn't call it Ponderosa's. (laughs) <laughs> what a mistake consider consider your child passed on where is where's joe de rose's uh sandwich shop it's in the stand it's a pop-up at the stand comedy club in the east village on uh 16th in a your- pop in the of the greenwich village oh, oh my god, god. oh my god <laughs> No pop up pop up of Greenwich Village. Matt, don't put don't put that tape in the goddamn VCR. <laughs> and suddenly Joe, Joe DeRosa, DeRosa comes crawling out of my TV with like a Oh my god. He's <laughs> like, oh man, I made you a bologna sandwich. I love your I love your DeRosa. Yeah, fit it in whenever. <laughs> I know I wasn't the, on the lineup, the but can I get some time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris Fairbanks, I don't. You haven't weighed in yet. How do you think Matt should store his DVDs? Less they. I mean, it's a boring way, but uh, a long time ago, I stayed at the house of the guy that invented case logic. Uh, what? The little sleeves. Yeah. He, yeah. Sure. The it, philosophy. Yes, yeah, he invented that way of thinking. (laughs) So I think much like the cloud, you should just store, watch all these movies and memorize them. (laughs) Part of your id. Uh, No, but it was, uh, and then, or he was from a rich family. And so clearly to me, because I was like, well, a lot of people are making these sleeves that you can put a disc into. But he was the one that got rich because he had money already. And <laughs> there was a butler. And, oh. Uh, he didn't make eye contact. You know what? Don't support that guy. Uh, <laughs> but Morgan Freeman was it. a butler. Then we went to a cabin and I shat in the woods. And it was his house where I had, Jessica, I had shit on my foot. And I, I tracked it through the cabin, my own shit. And then the next day everyone was horrified. And I lied and said I stepped in wolf shit, but it was my human shit. 
Love and that so it's wolf I volunteered myself to clean it off. And it was a white carpet. <laughs> it was a really nice cat. Oh, my God. The coolest <laughs> possible <laughs> shit you could have By the way, plumbing got turned off because the pipes were going to freeze. And so I had to go outside and I tracked shit through the inventor of Case Logic's cabin. Yeah, but fuck him. <laughs> wow. Yeah, kind of. Where's, but- I mean, where's your butler now? Yeah. yeah. He's cleaning up your shit. I that's the other thing. He might not have a butler. I mean, the case logic is kind of obsolete now. I know. And you're it's... pitching that Matt puts this all of this in case. Yeah, logic. help the guy out. He's got to clean the, the remaining <laughs> shit off his carpet. His parents wouldn't make eye contact when addressing him. I he just slept I in a like different wing were, of a house with... on a polo court in Denver. The guy wasn't happy. <laughs> Going with. Your, it, it's, I. Uh... Right. Here's a here's a fun horror story similar to that. Two days ago, okay, so I I decided on Black Friday to get myself a Roomba because I've wanted one for like five or six years, and you deserve it. Thank you, Paul. You do. And I I do follow it around the house, smiling at it for hours. I just love it so much. <laughs> and Please then, stop following me. <laughs> oh my God. Do your job. Anyway, I, I can't work it. when you're looking at me. <laughs> I just got the, I just hooked it up to its app a couple days ago and I was just ecstatic. And I was upstairs and I was like, I'm going to turn this guy on and have him get to work without me for a little bit. And then I come downstairs to check on my little buddy and I was like, what is that smell? And he had run over dog shit and just dragged it through the entire oh my house. God. And I oh god, so uh, mad at oh god. And I read about it. it. They break. He didn't break. It was fine. It was like a very minimal amount, relatively. But then on Amazon, people are like, "Yeah, the so often people's Roombas roll over dog shit and then drag it through the house and then die because they're." <laughs> Everyone blames the robot and wow. not the shitting dog. Yeah. yeah. This literally, wait, literally here's my here's my Anthony Hopkins. You ready? Yeah. When a when a Roomba rolls over dog shit, you know what a, you know what they die of? Hello, I'm talking to you. They die of shame. <laughs> Anybody know that movie? The Edge. That's uh, cool. that's, I just watched the trailer. Isn't that an ice skating movie? Wait, isn't doesn't that star uh, Hilaria's oh, husband? Yes. Yes. Uh, yeah. The ice skating movie is The Cutting Edge, which I own on VHS and that's DVD. That's the one I was thinking of. Okay. Can great get, movie. Can we get what movies Matt owns? We don't have the time. We, <laughs> we, we simply don't. Yes, sixty thousand movies. But we are. I do want to. I do want to finish this segment so we can move on. Uh, Greg, have you? I don't believe we've had you weigh in yet on how Matt should store his physical media in the future to avoid. I missed the exact beginning of this, but I feel like I get the gist. Matt wants to store his DVDs somewhere besides the house, and fantasy (laughs) is allowed. Is allowed. Okay. In his house. I think I have an elaborate, perfect plan. I think Matt transfers all of his DVDs to VHS, first of all. Okay. And then gets a classic storage unit in a small, cheap town somewhere maybe in Kentucky. And then he pays someone to, if he wants to watch one of his DVDs on VHS, this person can put the VHS in a player and then with his phone 
film the TV, and then Matt can just watch it at home. The same simple. thing. Simple. Simple. Wow. You're creating jobs. I like that. It's um, a huge jobs program. That's yeah. bigger than yeah. anything McConnell's done. Way bigger. And it's good for Kentucky. It's good for VHS, which is a dying industry. <laughs> it's good for storage units, which um, are always mom and pop shops, you know. Big time. That's a Terry Gilliam level number of steps. Thank you. I appreciate that. As if it's old Terry Gilliam, new Terry Gilliam, extremely problematic, but we're yeah. talking Time Bandits, Terry Gilliam, which Matt probably has on VHS, DVD, and RCA yeah. vinyl. The second Time Bandits reference where he's scoring at home. I do have, <laughs> I have two copies of it on VHS and on DVD. <laughs> it's a great movie. And you know what? It's also sad. There's the part where... Sean no. Connery like falls in love with the kid, you know, like this is my son and then the kid's gone and he's like sad. That part's very sad. Apparently in the script for Time Bandits, it said in the script, the helmet comes off and we reveal Sean Connery or an actor with a cheaper rate, but of just high status. <laughs> <laughs> Roger, what, are, what, are, what are some of Terry Gilliam's later problematic movies? Well, it's not that the movie is problematic. Opinions. He becomes oh. very problematic and some of the shit he starts to say. And Why? What has he said? Is he a MAGA hat or something? Big gamer gay guy. He, he what? Like... Yeah, he's anti-cancel culture and, um, you know, basically any any bit of being socially conscious, he's just, he thinks it's somehow uh, oppressing him. It's bizarre. Oh, was he like one of these people with John Cleese who like signed a, like <clears throat> a, a, an open letter that said leave us alone or yeah. something he's way worse than cleese though really i still picture terry gilliam even though he's like a successful director still sitting in like an attic by himself just like cutting pictures out of art books just like <laughs> <laughs> I love oh they're gonna love this stuff, but huh i I'm a, i was always a big terry gilliam fan but then yeah he was just oh know, me too kind of what i, I yeah. like his animation I don't know, man. After Zero Theorem, I just stopped paying attention. Do you ever see, yeah. did you see Tideland? Yeah, Tideland's so weird. So fucking mm -hmm. weird. Extra weird. Everyone give it a watch. Give it a okay. watch. Yeah. In the it's... middle of an afternoon. Oh, Terry Gilliam quote. If Even if you just look up Terry Gilliam, it's just the top thing. <laughs> January oh, no. 4th. I'm tired of white men being blamed for everything. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Oh, somebody had to say it. Thank you, Terry. Tough times for Terry. That's for sure. Yeah, it would be no, a real loss to the world culture. of comedy if no one ever thought how hilarious it is when a giant foot comes down and squashes people. <laughs> well, well, hey, let, let's. what does the foot look like? You know what I mean? Is it a veiny foot? Yeah. Moving? Onions? Yeah, Are the feet onions swollen? Were, I'm listening. There's yeah, a circulation Baron von problem. Is like a, it's like a, oh. my family watched that. I've probably seen it 50 times. It was somehow like Me a too. Paris family classic. It Same was for us. all the time. Brazil was that bottoms is. I love Brazil. <laughs> Brazil is so good. Uh, Matt, I have a question. Do you yeah. own Michael from 1996? <laughs> she's, she's got a, oh, a Travolta film. The John Travolta movie. I think it's a good movie. movie I've ever seen in my film. entire life. I'm no, sure. I saw that in the theater though. Is he an angel in there? Or is that yes, right, that's, that's an angel. the one where he's an angel. How is it different from the movie Phenomenon? 
Uh, he's got wings, and I think he's fatter. I was also about to say he has wings. Yeah, he's got wings, he's fatter, and it makes you hate William Hurt, which you can't do, but, God, it's bad. It's really bad. I was just interested if anyone's thought about it. Yeah, in in um, Michael, he knows why he has superpowers, and Phenomenon, he doesn't until the end. I think that's really the difference. Yeah. Yeah. He buys all the girlfriends wicker chairs just to support her. And then she finds out and she doesn't get mad, which, by the way, doesn't work. I've tried. Was that the wicker man? No. Wicker man. Okay, got you. That's wicker man, too. Maggie, I'm glad you're back. We just needed you to, to weigh in our last person weighing in on. I don't know if you caught the beginning of the segment. We're concerned about Matt McCarthy's, let's call it, a, it's a problem. It's a collection yeah. problem. And I'm afraid that as he gets older, the weight of it will fall on him and, and will crush him. How should he store his physical media in the future to avoid certain death? Just like have him out. <laughs> <laughs> so keep doing what you're doing, Matt. Are <laughs> 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 you suggesting Willie? Yeah. So you can just go like McDuck into it and like slide through it. That'd be fun. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like Scrooge McDuck money pit. Yeah. Oh, like a ball swimming pit. in them. Yeah, let me see if I have that, and then he dives in. Yeah. Give <laughs> me a moment, man. Like, I'm just in the cloud. Risky business, right through it. Right. <laughs> and then he lands on risky business. Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> There's a guy on YouTube. Uh, he started as the angry video game nerd, and and I guess it's just like a kind of a collective now called Cinemassacre. But um, he has a much bigger collection than I do, or at least it seems like he does. Um, and his basement, he um, renovated it basically with just some shelves and the way that the shelves are like tilted, and he has like. It, it looks like a video store and he has all the, the, the VHSs on display, you know, like front facing out. Um, and it's <laughs> Thank incredible. You for the it's incredible. Uh, and that's, and it's, like, that's my dream. I would love to set it up to make it look like a video store. Yeah. Wow. Oh. So that was open up an old blockbuster. Yeah. Wow. My first job ever in Los Angeles was the blockbuster in Burbank. Oh, yeah. shit. You should really stick it to them and, and buy a spirit Halloween oh. store and open a blockbuster. In. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, look at like this is this wow. was at my parents' house, Butch Cassidy. <laughs> and then this movie, I don't know, uh, Black Book. Oh, Black Book's great. Is it? That's the uh, um, uh, if that's the one I'm thinking of, that's the uh. About I, World War Two? Yeah, the guy uh, Verhoeven. Matt, have you been to the Everything Is Terrible store in Boyle Heights? Um, no. You'd I love didn't know it. About I, mean, it. I, don't I know, know they had a store. They have a. They've had a storefront for a year and a half. It's like an art okay. project as a VHS store. It's all set up as a blockbuster. Uh, they have. They always have one or two people there to help you, and they're in basically a blockbuster uniform that says everything is terrible instead of blockbuster and then, then everything's full of all the VHSs. Anyway, and they, oh, I love they, it. Just, they just installed in the door a Jerry Maguire VHS drop box that's exactly the size of a VHS tape so you can put it through the door. <laughs> right, because they were trying to collect 
as many. They still are. They're building a pyramid made yeah. out of Jerry Maguire tapes <laughs> in the desert. They bought the land for it, and they've got the world's largest <laughs> Jerry Maguire collection. This is in the Book of Revelations, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it actually, yeah, Paul. Paul had a dream about this, not Paul Danke. Well, maybe Paul Danke too, but you know the biblical Paul. It was a vision, Paul. but. AKA Saul horse knockoff. We all we all know that guy. Right. And then I Jesus said, and then Christ said, Who's coming with me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then we're carpooling to the VHS pyramid. <laughs> Was it, wasn't that what he said on the cross as he was dying? You looked up to God and he just yeah. said, Show me the money. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's what Thomas said to him. Doubting Thomas said, yeah, you yeah, yeah. had me at me sticking your hands in the wounds. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, they would love uh, that we were talking about that. I what happened to the to, kid from yeah, Jerry Maguire? I, oh, my like, God. I did a oh, show. Biter. Actually, year, actually died of a rare brain weight disease. I, there's, an, there's a clip of me interviewing him online, oh, if you feel so jacked. inclined. He's and jacked. he is a sweet, sweet man. And he got crazy jacked. Yeah. And really? he is a movie producer. Good. He only produces movies that he stars in. And Good. what? Has like a kickboxing movie. He's yeah. honestly a sweetheart. I interviewed Look him at the right? Everything is Terrible show like a year and a half ago. And uh, yeah, he was great. Wow. Jonathan Lipnicki. Why do I still remember Lipnicki? I'm glad you do because it's a great he's shredded. He's like, yeah, he's holy shit. A gorgeous shredded man now. Oh, I love that. You know what? I'm well, when you've got that much tutelage from Tom Lipnicky. Cruise. Yeah, you're going to bound it. You're bound to turn out normal. <laughs> Probably copying of his aliens. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Naturally. What? Oh, wow. Look at mm. this motherfucker. That's I terrifying. mean, the screen's even blown out and he looks perfect. Yeah, I was just going to say, it's not even a good picture. But you but can still like, see his, his abs. Ten abs. <laughs> the parts yeah. I could see were so good. And right in that, you know, he's got that. <laughs> you're got like that v. out from his torso. He's got that V. I'm going to accept the I've been in here for years. You're right. <laughs> You're right, James. What if he only started working? He started bulking up just to get his head above eight pounds. <laughs> I build the muscle. I just imagine uh, he only does push-ups like Tom Cruise in the movie uh, with his shirt off wearing jeans. That's how he works out. Constantly. Or he got that ripped because his head was so heavy. His body yeah, was very compensate. It. Yeah, it's like a kettlebell. You know, the human head doesn't weigh that much. Mine does. Jonathan, just lift weights. I don't know if that'll do it. it has. Greg has established he's a sweetheart, and we just start roasting him. I oh, know. I was like, we're oh, only roasting him because we're envious and... of his ripped bod. All right, let Mickey fight me if you're watching. No one ripped as a nice guy, Greg. There was a camera pointing at him. Oh, <laughs> oh welcome point. to Hollywood. That's a good point. I'm just saying, you know, when you when you are like a sort of chubby, braced, uh, you know, <laughs> tween. Call me braced. by my name, Greg. If you're going to talk about me, talk about me. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot he was I, Stuart Little Kid, too. He's all yeah, over the place. You know, yeah. he was... Yeah. The, He's a delight. The of a lot of jokes, so he turned out to be an okay guy. That's all. Hey, I don't know. He it's could be trained. I think you're right. afraid you're right, of him, Greg. Chris. Jonathan Licknippy is a giant. <laughs> no, piece of hey, okay. Grandy Phillips' friend with this guy, Mitch. He played Mitch 
Gaylord or whatever in Real Genius. Oh, yeah. Oh. Dirty kid. And he became a big, ripped uh, bar bouncer guy. Who Wait, was the, the, young, the young kid? Yeah, yeah. He never oh, got really? Him. Yeah. Henry wow. went to school with him and knew him when they were young. And everyone was excited when he was in Real Genius. And every time he saw him, he's like, yeah, I just can't get a fucking another audition, man. Hey, get out of here, you drunk. Bring your goddamn ass. And he'd like be beating people up in a bar. Like, oh, um, wow. <laughs> poor guy. Yeah, it's good to see you again, man. Uh, sorry it's not working out. <laughs> Shit. Fuck. The guy who lives in their closet played Uncle Rico in uh, Napoleon Dynamite. He was, right, yeah. yeah, when I lived with Tig, he was our neighbor. Jonathan Grice was our neighbor. Oh really? God. And wow. he, and I was like, "Hey, I'm. Uh, I know who you are. His brother lived there, and their dad used to direct old westerns and stuff. He showed me these movies where they were little kids <laughs> with face paint, pretending to be native uh, children, and they would always get killed as Native American kids. And I was like, "Well, this is kind of." Uh, enjoyable, but Jeez. he yeah. played a homeless guy on Seinfeld. He wouldn't give Kramer back his Tupperware. Oh, oh my really? God. <laughs> he's great. Yeah, he's. Uh, I um, nice I have a weird he relationship. Me move. With he helped me load a motorcycle in the back of a U-Haul and stuff. Wow. But the whole time I was like, "You're Laszlo Hollyfeld," <laughs> and he was. He seemed impressed. I don't think anyone ever comes to him with that. They're always with the Uncle Rico thing. Yeah. I mean, in, in Napoleon Dynamite, when he goes, how much you want to bet I could throw a football over the mountains? I, uh, that's like the funniest line I've ever heard. In okay. Movie. And so his brother, Carrie, uh, when you're talking to him, he's always looking at his arms and, and you know how he was doing yeah. that as Uncle Rico? That's based on his brother, Carrie. Oh, my Because his brother, Carrie's a little, and he's always looking at his arms and dusting off the. Checking out the triceps. We yeah, were... yeah. So you can see him better. I had wrestling on today, and this guy, Hercules Hernandez, like he did the thing where he just like kisses both of his biceps. And Jack, he goes, what? That guy just kissed his muscles. He kissed his own <laughs> muscles. He's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> he See, why it works, because, oh, yeah. because Jack is saying what we're all afraid to say. Yeah, yeah. Constantly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he's all just the, laying in bed right now thinking, I got to start kissing my muscles. We, I just got to, it's going to become a very big part of his personality. So you did a perfect, this is the perfect time to introduce that. The perfect. <laughs> uh, yes, I'm laying the groundwork for, a, he's going to be a monster. You you think uh, Nowicki's jacked. Wait till my kid. It's because you got it. You gotta subtly abuse a kid in the right way to make him jacked as a <laughs> I'm in his brain, man. Yeah, yeah. Or steal all his money. <laughs> okay, honestly though, who here has ever kissed their muscles in a non-ironic way once in their life? I don't I gotta say, and I'm gonna say yes, definitely. I've done I've it. I'm not afraid it. to admit that I've done it. Wait, I did theater. Standing booth days, Ryan. What? I have real muscles though. So. the creatine. Kiss him, Maggie. Oh, she just, she just. Oh, there you are. Kiss your muscle. Yeah, there that shit. Lean and mean. I mean, if you had these, you'd kiss them too, huh? 
Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> oh, that one's even Didn't better. Didn't mean to leave you out there. Didn't mean to leave you out. <laughs> yeah, I've always been self-conscious about how much smaller my left arm is than my right arm. Huh. Always. Because I don't kiss it enough. And with your testicles. <laughs> yes. Yeah, same You've got to talk to them. <laughs> I'm very asymmetrical. I mean, the left side of me is very has a very low self-esteem. <laughs> but then the right side of you is like crazy Riding. egotistical talking yeah, shit alpha. asshole in a yellow lamborghini right what was some car thing? divided down the middle it's a lamborghini on the right and an old beat up white volkswagen on the left <laughs> <laughs> oh i really ruined the show with that <laughs> i think we're all just picturing it yeah, yeah, yeah we just need a second to to grasp it all i was just wondering yeah. if you have to get Smog checked on both sides. I gotta do that tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you uh, half half your car failed, sir. Yeah, it's yeah. All those Let me guess which half. Yeah, yeah. The exhaust pipes on opposite ends for both those cars. So <laughs> gotta do it twice. Uh, I wanted to bring up something that was in the in the news this week for a uh, segment. Uh, I don't know this person's name, which I feel bad, but Alec Baldwin's wife. Hilaria. Hilaria. She's Hilaria. Instagram. Hilaria. Hilaria. Um, she got she got popped for uh <laughs> faking her ethnicity, which is uh so brave and so bold oh, uh, to do become, that. You can become Spanish. Yeah. I yeah, if you move to Spain and become a citizen, I think then maybe you're Spanish and maybe you absorb the accent a, a little bit over time, but And legally Spanish. in Spain they say you need to have spent more than 4 days there and you can legally claim to be a Spaniard. So, I'm just telling you the law. <laughs> or if you fucked a Baldwin brother. You guys remember that woman in Spokane that was chat like she was tr- trying to morph into an African-American person. She was like the- Dolezal? Yeah, oh yeah, Dolezal. yeah. Rachel Dolezal. But she was Wait. only doing good things. I read it about her and she seemed like a really cool person. <laughs> it's well, that whole- like on the board of the NAACP, right? Yeah, yeah, and she was a hardworking uh, person. It's kind of like- what, that, that sounds whole... like a Nazi trying to pretend that they were a Jew so that they could get the gold. But in, <laughs> yeah. So what, Paul? What happened? Well, change. Yeah, it. sorry, Paul. I cut you off. No, no, no. I'm I'm glad that you did because I this is the subject that I haven't watched any of the videos or read any of the oh. articles about. Uh, but I, I just absolutely. It's all I saw I the do. headline and saw the photo, and she was so young. I thought it was his daughter, like the same one. That's why I oh or an ungrateful. I saw. Girl the name and I go, I thought, I go, how many fucking daughters? I, that's all what I thought. And I, that's I when know. I clicked on it. And it then I was, then it was me like watching micro uh, fiche, like in a movie. I was like, what yeah. is going on right now? I saw the headline, I ignored it. And then Glennis came into the kitchen yesterday and was like, have you seen this? And I started it's- looking at the thread and I am elbows deep in this thing now. My whole house has decided not to purposely look at whatever this is and not to really know. So we didn't need, I didn't even know it was Alec Baldwin's wife till you just told me. Uh, I have, I'm putting a sign out front in the yard, like, cause we, that says like, in this house, we believe <laughs> that Hilaria Baldwin is not from Spain. Right. <laughs> so what happened? Why was she pretending to do that? Cause usually it's like someone trying to, 
I don't know, be a college professor, apparently. I yeah, think yeah. The, the theory, the theory is basically, well, I think it's two things. One, she was just enamored with it. And uh, I guess just really wanted to be Spanish. And we've all been through our phases. Sure. And then you, Who does nine, be then, you become, then you become nine years old and you go, yeah. oh, life's, you know, real. Um, yeah, try being a try being goth with curly hair. I guess. Yeah, right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, put some holes I still in your. I think jeans I'm first. gonna be a five eight professional basketball player. Exactly. <laughs> so then she she builds this career as this sort of like fitness person. Oh, and yeah, yoga. And, and I yeah, and I believe Ooh. that I believe her rationale or what people speculate her rationale is is that that just makes her more interesting than just like a white woman who's like selling yoga class. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. And, and here's the other thing sure. she does. It was the, the yoga. It was soul yoga. So it was tied into that soul cycle Ooh. fucking cult. Oh, Ooh. which is also. Yeah, right. Bananas. I, I don't even know the half of that story. We're going to do a dollop on it, but I know a little bit and it is fucking crazy. <laughs> I'm so excited. I got off of Instagram because of her in like what? September. What? Because she bullied you? Yeah. Yeah. What she said, I wasn't smart. Did much she of a cancel fan. you? Are you canceled from Instagram? No, I just I I went. I opened my phone. I woke up at like eight early enough that terry? I was like, I'm gonna get up early. I'm gonna go for a hike. I'm gonna have a whole morning. And then I looked at my phone, and it was like they just had another kid, and I didn't. I'd never seen her before. And then two hours later, I realized I have just been scrolling through her fucking Instagram. <laughs> And it I was like, this There's is no my shame. rock bottom. That's this is workout. rock bottom for me. And I That's went off for like a month. But because this is a sign for you. Very, very different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I had a fucking hunch. Her but, and but, doing spin drift. Yeah, this has to be a huge, This for you, this has to be like, that. holy, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, something was yeah, up. I feel yeah. that. I feel vindicated now. Yeah. Ugh. Um. Anyway, can oh I do a God. sidebar, Paul? Please, please, Greg, I invite you. Thank you. Gareth and I, Gareth uh, did, my, I have a radio show. Gareth was on it. We talked about how my grandmother has a murder mystery. Uh, and Gareth, this is something that's crazy, is that Gareth in two, 2000, I don't know, 1994 on the dollop, Gareth covered my grandmother's murder mystery before we even knew each other. And I was going down the rabbit hole on my grandmother's murder mystery. And I found on Twitter, Gareth's world was blowing up, you know, from a million years ago about it. So I had him on the show. We talked about it on um, Wow. And and you're you're like actively invest. You're like in touch with like police officers who yeah, like worked on exactly. the case. Like you're, yeah. Incredible. Gareth, is this the world that I'm involved in? Yeah, this, is, <laughs> this is the world you're involved in. Yes, your world okay. too. Yeah, oh, 100%. God damn it, let's fucking crack this thing open. This get doesn't involve open. Phoebe's world though. She's not part of, she's not oh, in this. She's not Sorry, in Phoebe, this. we'll get you on the next one. Baldwin world. I don't want to be in this one anymore. All right, that's it, you're in. Yay! Going, right? Sorry. <laughs> Thanks but guys. I, I'm oh, still God. trying to find Richard Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> wow, 2020 just swallowed him right up. We lost him. But I tracked down no this bones. police officer who reopened the case, and I had him on the show on Monday. Oh shit! And, uh, How do we anyway, listen to we, that? We plugged the dollop. That's I guess I guess I wasn't that excited. <laughs> well, plug, are you plug your show? I want to hear this. How do we hear it? 
uh, my show. James Fritz was on my show. Uh, oh, was I? But I don't know how to. If it's a radio show, I feel like it happens in the moment, and then you it don't... was. It was live, but you can it, after it goes up. It go, there's uh, a week later. It's archived as like a. I guess you could call it a podcast. I don't like to use those types of terms. Yeah, and, they're gross uh, words. But the radio did, archive. You told me that. You so, did. Oh, there you go, Matt. It's a radio archive. Are, are you going to solve this case? Dude, this guy broke open a bunch of stuff. He was he knew who wow. my grandmother was. This was the former head of homicide for 30 years for the Seattle Police Department. Holy I got God. him on the show. He's the he also like wrote the book about the Kurt Cobain case. He was the junior oh, detective shit. on Kurt Cobain and, and his his boss didn't want to talk to Courtney Love. So all the phone calls and interviews <laughs> with Courtney Love for the case, this guy did. And we wow. talked about all that. And then he like knew my grandmother and was like, oh, your grandmother actually gave this author in 1995, uh, uh, like all these documents and she was going to write a book, but then the author died in 2015 and oh. didn't finish it. Anyway, the rabbit hole just keeps getting deeper and deeper. I don't, the, the sidebar, I guess I didn't really think it's about it. It's the main bar. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at your episodes now and it just has episode numbers. You don't list guests or anything, but like which, which date? Hey Fritz, you're number one. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Every episode actually is you, Fritz. What's <laughs> No, I want to hear this. I'm what a, can can I don't know. Your was grandmother was recent? murdered. What happened? This no. story is so incredible. Um, do we even have time to do no, this? No, we don't have I've too much time to get into. It. I, I didn't want. No, I mean, over. I was just excited. I mean, no. It, I, this is. I'm excited about this. Yes, well, Greg and I. Let's well, we. This. I mean, yeah, but. The, I, the, the the fact is, your your grandmother was married to uh, a senator who was had Murdered. one of the craziest benders, at, like just the last few days of his existence. I mean, he was like a socialist. He was like a super progressive, and and then he just invented a cocktail that he was just drinking constantly, and was going a little crazy, arguably. But still, in like an impassioned moment, I died under strange circumstances, and was, your grandmother yeah. was married to him during this. Banana. He was thrown out of a building, and my yeah. grandmother was on the street and watched his body hit the ground. Oh shit! And uh, what the fuck? And, uh, the whole thing is insane. And nice. uh, anyway, I've been going deep down this rabbit hole. I just got excited because Gareth said dollop. And then the guy, this was just on Monday that the, uh, okay. you know, which is technically yesterday. And that I had had him on the show and um, he was an incredible guest. So that, that episode goes into the radio archive next week. So, but oh, anyway, cool. I, don't know, wow. I was just excited. I didn't want to derail. What's, fine. what's the dollop? No, you, uh, we, that, uh, we're going to, We'll make We're, sure that we put a link to that in in this episode's description because I think that'll be a really cool thing to check out. Greg, you've told me a little bit more about this story. It's so incredibly interesting. Um, I think probably everybody would want to hear that. Yeah, the, the guy's name is Marion Zionchek. My yeah, grandmother the, was well, married how, to him. How you, I'm laughing now because it's like, can you imagine the guy who's like, there's nothing interesting about that at all? What is <laughs> get back not for me. About, get back to talking about how Matt should store his tape. Right, right. So anyway. <laughs> that was a great subject. And it was every, <laughs> everyone loves that this show is about media uh, storage. It's a, the only media storage podcast around. And we hit the marks in a big way. And, you know, I, I'm excited about that. But yeah. the real... 
My grandmother was married to the inventor of case logic who died <laughs> in a very mysterious zipper CD case oh, incident. God. Oh, thank God. I thought he, it was from uh, human shit inhalation. <laughs> you mean wolf, Chris, that's, people... uh, that's called wolf shit. That's oh, called yeah. Wolf. wolf shit syndrome. A lot of people get it. Some people gain superpowers. <laughs> uh, it can go a lot of different ways. It's like it. just say how they how they listen to it. Uh, you what a K piss K I S S dot FM. It's K piss. It's not K shit. It's not K wolf shit. It's K piss. K piss dot FM. Hello. You're welcome for the new slogan. Yeah, I'm gonna start using wolf shit as like an excuse. Be like, well, you know, anytime there's any shit involved in my world, I'm gonna just go with. Wolf. I just love that wolf like, shit. The wolf, the wolf shit thing is like. It's like, that's something I would have done as a child. Like, oh, I stepped in um, uh, wolf shit. Oh, I, was, I, was, I was 22. Oh, but I completely get there. I completely get the move. It's just, there's something so much, like it's just worse if you're like, I mean, it's essentially like you shit on the man's rug and you can't really say that. You're well, like, an animal did this to us. I was, <laughs> for all attacks. I was having yeah. an argument with his sister before she, said, hey, we can go up to this cabin. We argued about something and- Oh, we for didn't get this part. This, now there's no- No, I just was like, she's like- motive. We have to go to the bath. We're going up to this cabin. Everyone has to go to the bathroom. And I was like, I'm fine. I don't have to go to the bathroom. Like I was mad, but I did. I'm going to do a 10 park so podcast series. All the way up to the <laughs> cabin. And the whole time I'm like, oh man, I- defiantly denied having to shit and I did. But what was the fight about? Tune in on next week's Wolf Shit episode. Yeah. <laughs> wolf Shit. I wolf mean, cast, Wolf Shit crazier. cast. The fight was about how I shattered her car on the way up. <laughs> oh, that's definitely polar bear shit. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> uh, are these heated seats? Because it kind of draws it out of me. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, all right, we're going to wrap this up with uh, one final short, uh, short segment. It's the end of the year. It's been a terrible year. I think we all can agree on that. Um, even snuck in an extra day with their leap year nonsense. Um, I want to know what is a bizarre habit or ritual that you've picked up during this coronavirus year that you will uh, unlike or likely take with you for the rest of your lives, good or bad? Um Maybe you can maybe you can tailor it as a piece of advice to our our listeners. Um, wow, is this is this two ideas rolled into one? Yes. Am I making it harder to answer? Of course. <laughs> um, Phoebe, what's what's something that you've started doing this year or picked up this year that you think you're going to take on for the rest of your life? Should people do it? What is it? Share. Go. Uh, from now on. Starting this new year, I am going to constantly check my dark wood floors for dog shit before I remotely <laughs> turn off my robot to clean my house. That I cannot suggest enough. Full stamp of approval. New habit. Take it on, America. Uh, thank you, Phoebe. That's helpful. No, it's hard to blame these robots, but more and more, a lot of tragedy will be brought to us by the robots. Oh uh, <laughs> James Fritz, what's something that you picked up this year that you're going to bring on with you the rest of the coming going forward? 
let's see. I no, I did that before. <laughs> no. <laughs> I haven't changed in a single way. <laughs> Uh, yesterday, today, and tomorrow, James, I love you, buddy. So steadfast. No, no step forwards, no steps back. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> this man lives in the present better than anybody I know. I'm gonna um, start a podcast next year because we're moving to a place that has space. So we'll. Uh, How much space? Like enough for enough some for VHS tapes? Easy, tapes. easy, man. Oh, easy man. now, man. Easy does. <laughs> <not> easy. <laughs> He's drooling while he's looking. At me. <laughs> sorry, yeah. Yeah. Are we talking eight foot tall ceilings? Or... <laughs> Is there enough room to put in a faux video shop? Is it climate controlled? What's the moisture level like? Can you have employees in your new home if I pay them? I have a couple of tapes over here that I got, like because I just I only this year did I find out that like VHS tapes can get mold on the magnetic tape. Oh, and no. so I can see the signs for that. And I have a, a, a spare VCR that I've been watching uh, YouTube videos online about like taking the top off, putting in uh, like cotton or something with alcohol on it, and then fast forwarding the tape that cleans off the mold. I'm very nervous, but excited to try it. You're a scientist. You're uh, a VHS. A Thanks a lot. Just, uh, a, just yeah, a guy with a lot of VCRs. The tape cleaner, that, that weird... VHS. I have I have seen those two online, but like most of the people are like, you know, this is it's it seems intimidating, but they're like it's very simple and it's very effective. Yeah, yeah. My dad was a big uh, head cleaner guy. Yeah. Really? Come on, we're all gonna watch. We're gonna watch the cleaning tape tonight as a family. Yeah. No, no, that that one. He's bathing. (laughs) Matt, what are you taking with you from this year uh, into the next? Honestly, uh, as soon as I walk in the house, the first thing I do is wash my hands and Ah. probably a good idea outside of a pandemic as well. And it is very it brings me back to my childhood because my parents were very big on like my mother was like, you you came in from outside, go wash your hands before you do anything. But my father wasn't that he just somehow took up the that was going to be his thing was as soon as my whole life, as soon as I walked out of the bathroom, you know, did you wash your hands? Get, get back in there and wash your hands. And it was just like, so I'm like, I'm like brought back to this, like, oh my fucking God, they were right. And now I'm <laughs> like, it, it took the world shutting down for me to be like, I can see it, mom and dad. Yeah. All right, I'll wash my fucking hands, geez. I, I'm the same way. I mean, like, I, I, got... wash, I wash my hands, but, like, as soon as I walk in the door, I'm like, no, 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 I got to wash my hands. I was outside. Yeah. I wash my hands like a Subway employee now. <laughs> Never? Subway no, I was like... <laughs> Never. <laughs> we, we were, I was at a wrestling show once at a uh, American Legion post out in... Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, oh Baldwin Park and we, a very small uh, it's bathroom. Called, it's called Hilaria Baldwin Park. Just, you know, Matt, sorry. <laughs> and yes, one of the Hilaria's Park. Yes. Somebody was in the men's room using the the stall, and then it was one of the wrestlers came out. It's this guy Brian Cage, the Swolverine, and mm. um, he what? he got he's he's I think he's on his second or third marriage, but like his uh, 
he, he posted on Instagram his his wedding cake was made not out of power bars, but was made out of like an all protein <laughs> substance. It's fucking oh. incredible. So anyway, he came out of the, the, the salt like, oh, my God, Brian Cage is just in there taking a shit. And he went to the sink like a surgical scrub level washing happened. We were <laughs> rest. Yeah. So there you go. That's incredible. He was like, see, boy, that's how you wash your hands. This is how you wash your hands. After you take a shit, you're about to wrestle somebody. <laughs> I don't yeah, use well. toilet paper. <laughs> I also, oh. Every time you say, like, you're getting ready to tell the location of a wrestling event, mm-hmm. especially when it's not like a big event, it, it could be wrestling. I don't know if you're going to say wrestling or stand up. <laughs> we can never fill a, an american legion so this place was great i mean I, I assume it's still there but it was like it was one of these places where it's just like yeah in the bar area because like the wrestling was in the ballroom and then there was a bar area with like chips and like tv and they were just like yeah you can smoke cigarettes inside we don't care oh, my wow. favorite place in hollywood is the american legion on highland well, oh that's incredible. a good that one's gorgeous fucking best place i was yeah. just about to become a member before the world shut down because my dad was in the army and did a bad job at it but they don't care <laughs> they were excited oh, to have i was gonna guess that was this through DeRosa? he's a member yeah. there yeah he's an honorary colonel right that's right got sworn in one night after a show that's right fucked up is yeah, that we, we were hanging out there a lot before Maybe is that the one where you were house sitting at the uh, bottom of the street basically or was house? Oh yes, yes. It is. Yeah, yeah. It's right I did a comedy show there. Something from The Shining was shot there, like the bar. They, okay, so yes. it's, it's like beautiful there. It's beautiful. beautiful, and all the veterans are like they shot the bar scene from The Shining here. Yeah, but what we found out is that it's the made-for-TV shot. Veterans, right? I also matters. Don't tell the credit. Don't take it from <laughs> because I was like, how did Kubrick let Yeah, yeah, no, has the shining no, the version that was on UPN. Well, yeah. So it's not the real shining. It's I also the, said I we won. You mean the one starring Steven Weber and <laughs> oh, Rebecca oh, DeMornay? Is that two? How are they all right there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, how are they all right there? But this is what I'm saying. This is this is why I'm stressed out that like there's Matt, Matt, I like Matt, it organized have, and I like to know where everything is. Do you have my 10th birthday on VHS? Because my parents had a VHS camera and i know they filmed it i love that you called it a vhs camera <laughs> oh, my parents had every camera fed a vhs tape into it now do you have the real videotape of tower seven whip that out <laughs> <laughs> what about the grassy knoll that do you have that one i do have a kennedy assassination tape in here somewhere mm-hmm. yeah both angles yeah much like the gunman there was a third cameraman <laughs> <laughs> that was a McCarthy show. family favorite. My father I got my, would put it on. I got my first beta tape. I, it was just it, every time I went to this one thrift store, it was always sitting there, and I'm like, "Fuck, I'll fucking Matt, get it." Do you it. have SVHS? Do you have an SVHS player? You mean no. tapes? No, I was talking to one guy on Facebook who might be getting a Betamax, and I was like, "I'll take it. You know, get the machine." Do you, are you just against SVHS? Is that what I'm, we're hearing? No, I've just never. I, believe me, if I came across it, it would it would go down. I okay. need a VHS. 
I feel like he's coming up a lot, but Joe gave me his VHS player and it's not, it was fuzzy and I need a new one. But it was like the first, it was the only one I could find for forever. He sold you a lemon? He did. He just handed it to me, and I brought it across. You gotta go to Toyota of Orange. I could have got a lemon. You no, would have got hard. a lemon. They are hard to find. Toyota of Orange. I know You know what I need? I'm putting this out into the the internet. I need a high eight player for the. My parents want one. What? My parents want a high eight player as well. They're not cheap. For the market. Oh, and they're not easy Saturated. to find. They're like three hundred bucks on eBay. You go on yeah. eBay. There's a bunch, but they're expensive. They're expensive, yeah. man. If I had a high eight player, I would have so many jackass videos of me and my friends. Yeah. yeah my family had. They, they just have a lot of high eight footage of like, Hello. you know, you walking around. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, if anyone Crap. else is, I'm. If anyone else, as long as we're putting that out there, I'm looking for like one of those old timey ten ear horn. As long as we're putting stuff out there, if anyone has, they're all embarrassed you know, too. That's why they became. If anyone, if anyone has a spare heart, <laughs> well, they're they're, they're worried about what other people think about them. Hey, Jack, so will you will you do something for me, Jack? Perceptions. Hi, Jack. Jack, will you kiss your muscles? Jack, oh, you will you kiss your muscles oh, yeah, like yeah. Hercules did? Yeah, before? yeah, yeah. Kiss your muscles. That is disgusting. What? That is the right answer, Jack. <laughs> that is so nice. Jack, you see that guy in the red hat? It's One so time he pooped in the woods. Uh, excuse me, that's not playing. That's And then he and tracked it in the person's house. Jack. And then when they saw, they were like, there's poop on the carpet. He said, oh, I stepped in wolf poop. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a story I made up. Yeah, the wolf told him. He didn't the make it up, Jack. He really it. did it. Oh, I really. <laughs> Jack, have you ever even tried kissing your knuckles? How do you know it's not fun? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have you ever even tried kissing your knuck muscles? Uh, Come on, give me a no. Give it a try, buddy. No. Give it a try. It might be Here, fun. I'll, do it. I'll show you how to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'll do it. Do it. Oh. Ooh. That's some calisthenics. It's fun. See how cool he looked? Ryan, you're pretty I, shredded. We're terrible with kids. <laughs> it's like trying to make this kid do something that they don't want to do. It's like, what's what's so our great. problem? <laughs> okay. Oh, no, okay, we'll we go back to I like that Ryan's our child ambassador. Like, Ryan, you do it. That's this guy. Do what he does. Yeah. <laughs> oh, all right. Um, we're going to create. Uh, Ryan, why don't you share with us what you've learned this year? What are you, what are you taking with you forward? Good or bad? Um, something that's been happening to me embarrassingly, like way too often that I've kind of just leaned into and now I embrace it. Every I'm time nervous. I leave the house to go to the grocery store, I get out of my car and I forget to put my mask back on when I get out of my car and I'll get all the way, I'll get like halfway through the parking lot of the grocery store. I'll realize it. And then I'll go, Oh shit. And then walk back to my car and then put my mask on and act like I didn't just yell in the parking lot. So I'm just going to keep doing that <laughs> next year. <laughs> Even when we don't have to wear a mask, I'm just gonna get halfway to wherever I'm going. <laughs> oh shit! And then yes. back to my car, grab nothing, and then come back out. <laughs> I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> they made that. 
That's a good idea. Chris, what do you think Years you're going to take with you in, into the next year? What's that? Who? What do you What do you think? What's a habit or something that you're taking with you into next year that you've picked up this year? Oh, and you said my name. Yes. <laughs> I'm directing uh, it at you. I honestly think Matt's is good. Like I, it's very rare that I go almost a year without ever getting sick, and it's because. I'm not touching my face and I'm washing my hands and I'm putting fucking sanitizer on my face and lips, even though it stings. <laughs> and uh, I also think it's good that I haven't had sex for, I'm going to go a whole year without having sex. That's a weird thing to tell everyone, but I think it's good for me. Put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you mean my dick? I want anything, Greg. Is that what you said? You want to see my dick? Use the hand sanitizer. I didn't say please. anything. I just got close to the microphone and then stopped myself from saying something. Oh, well, one you of thought it pretty loud. Good impression of you. I mean, it's James. an easy impression to do. No, uh, yeah. So whatever. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, not having. Wait, there's nothing wrong with that, Chris. That's what you're going to continue to do? I'm confused. Or the sanitizer. No, uh, uh, right. Good, good question, James. Uh, <laughs> I just know that it is a go-to for me getting to know myself. And oh, I, yeah. And I, like I myself. support that. That's See? great. That's me talking. <laughs> I like it. Me too. Uh, oh. Anyway, uh, I, I peed in this while I know so, so much. I got so some... there's a lot of bad habits you can continue keep, with without making love. Keep taking that into 2021, Chris. Uh, I like to put I'm little... really embarrassed right now. I'm just gonna fucking shut my laptop. <laughs> no, no, just say a wolf, say a wolf pissed in it. A Isn't wolf... that something that they sell like in like Pennsylvania are places where they go hunting like wolf urine and stuff. Yeah, oh, yeah. That's yeah. What that was. Yeah. 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 Look, so don't buy don't wolf urine them. from these people. If you need wolf urine, just email me and <laughs> let's go direct. You know, <laughs> we don't need to put money in Jeff Bezos's pocket. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. And we let's don't not need to start wolf piss. Chris Piss Fairbanks. That does. N that's juvenile bullshit. Piss That's... Fairbanks? It's, it's, Greg, enough. Come on. Let's let's tighten it up, everybody. Come on. It's too yeah, good. Well, that's the kind of thing that's going to stick with a guy. Yeah, I don't even know where we came up with this, but I can't. Yeah. It was definitely Gareth. Gareth's getting full Gareth credit for that nickname. Okay. Yeah. He's put by Gareth Reynolds at well, the bottom. Gareth. Get I'm getting I don't know. Gareth, Gareth give us your uh, what? What did you take merch. with you? What's what's the good? What's the good or the bad that's going with you into next? Greg, next year? I'll. Uh, uh, Paul, is that? Yeah, it was Greg. me. Uh, I always everyone sounded like Greg. Uh, I will be wearing less deodorant when I don't need to, and I'm gonna start kissing my muscles more to make up for your son, Jack. I'll show him. Yeah, <laughs> that's some alpha shit. That's you know what more. you know what Jerry Lawler would do sometimes he would climb up on the middle rope this is another wrestler and right like he would hold out his fist like he's gonna jump down and punch the guy but he would give a little kiss on the on the fist before uh, he punched him so uh, good uh, insult to in, in, injury Greg Ferris uh, what are you taking with you into the next year I haven't had sex in almost two years next 
Oh, wait, sorry. I get with you. You're taking the biggest, bluest, most beautiful balls ever into the next year. And then he he pulls out a six-pack full of urine. (laughs) (laughs) That's a far away. Um, I mean, I wasn't lying. But uh, let's see. What am I going to take with me? Do I hear three years? Bringing me uh, some joy which I never thought this would be me and I don't know how it started and I'm ashamed of it, but it does bring me joy is I have become a troll there. I said it. I'm an online <laughs> troll and I love it. Who are you trolling? <laughs> what, what's your, what's your, what's your, uh, I am the most basic bitch of a troll there ever was. I will. And this is embarrassing. What are you trolling on being, though? Like, are you on Facebook? Being very vulnerable. Uh, so judge me. But beware, I will go okay. to the, I will go on Facebook.com oh, yeah. and I will go to Donald J. Trump's oh, Facebook page and I will just troll these people. <laughs> and you know what? It feels good and I'm not going to stop. <laughs> and did I get a 24-hour ban just one day ago on Facebook? Yeah, I did. Uh, but am I back? Am I back in there, baby? I'm back. You need me on that wall. You want me on that wall. That's awesome. Go wow. forth and troll. And if you look at me and you know me, you would think that I probably don't even have a Facebook account, but I do. And I love it. And I troll. <laughs> I love it. And I, I also have almost, incense, it's almost been two years. And then so that's true. It's okay. a beautiful sight. I love it. Oh, well, Greg, I wish you many happy returns on your trolling and, and, you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, Jane. May I ask a question real quick? What what did you get banned for? What was the comment? (laughs) Great question. I go crazy on there. What did I write? I think I wrote... My 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 thing for the last couple of days is white Christian terrorist and they, Facebook didn't like it. They they uh-huh. said that that post violated the hate speech of oh, yeah. Facebook. Yeah. And I did I click on the thing to say that I want this to be reviewed. I did. And 24 hours went by and they let me back in there. So that's my that's it. You know, Who are you saying time. that about about Trump or about the Nashville guy? The Nashville guy. Yeah. I mean, come on. But, yeah, yeah. Huh. I think it's important huh. to call him a white Christian terrorist. Yeah, I don't want to credit or anything, but I called that day of talking to my sister on the phone. When uh, I-, I called it day of two, James. Yeah, I, I called it the night. Day. I called it the night before. Oh, um, when it was Wait. a when it was a weaponized RV, I think we all knew pretty much where that baby was coming from. <laughs> There's no doubt. <laughs> people, people. I was on, like AT and T building. I'm like, oh fuck, he's a 5G motherfucker. People on yeah. Trump's Facebook page are like, how do you know he's Christian? I'm like, white guy in Nashville, and I put the emoji <laughs> of the sky going with this. That's a good. Oh, one. you gave him the Facebook. <laughs> Look, oh. I get in there. I respond to every comment, hundreds, and. <laughs> Is this driving your numbers up on Facebook? You know, I heard that you're really supposed to engage both sides of a topic negatively and positively. I will say that, no, it's not. I I started out 2019 with the full amount of Facebook friends you can have before you become a business or whatever. And I have now... I, I now have a thousand empty slots. So, <laughs> wow. That's awesome. To, to think uh, 20% of your fan base was built up through these incredibly, uh, you know, divisive MAGA heads. It's, it's really, 
Wow. Makes you think about what you've been doing as material, Greg, doesn't it? Wow. Well, you know, I, 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 uh, I'm a comic for every man. We all know that. And, uh, <laughs> and this is something I never thought I would get into is trolling, especially political trolling. But I find a lot of pleasure from it. And, uh, you know, as someone who doesn't have sex anymore for, uh, I started out 2019 as a, a vole and I had the last three months, I guess, technically I'm an incel. So <laughs> I mean, it, there's what a metamorphosis in this world. It's water's wet, fire's hot. And Greg Barris is the relatable, most relatable comic in the world. And <laughs> that's true. That's very that was, true. Those are things we can go to bed at, and sleep at night and be like, when I wake up tomorrow, I know this is going to be true. And also that James isn't going to take a step forward or back. We also and also Chris that. Fairbanks is not drinking wolf piss right now. Likely not. Uh, Ryan, I think you eye. and Greg should Matt make a show. Um, you guys should reboot The Odd Couple and just call it The Very Similar Couple <laughs> and show <laughs> the challenges that arise when people are too similar in one same space. <laughs> That's a great idea. But there is no Something challenges. There. We just agree and like everything we say. We're you like, yeah. Yeah, 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 for the most part. You can, you can sell each other on stuff. Yeah, all right, we can ash on the ground. You're right. In, in each week, you, you have a third roommate who neither of you like, and then... It's like yeah. just a recurring guest star every week. Yeah. <laughs> it's always changing because we keep kicking them it's out. It's just Fairbanks yeah. walking out and going, can we drink this? With a glass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm, I'm already, uh, I'm excited for, uh, for the pilot. I'll read it. You know, I'll give notes on it. I already love it. You guys are going to be great. I think that's it for us here in the green zoom. Thanks for joining us. Um, oh, my one bit of advice or my, the thing that I've been, I've gotten this, this year that I will definitely continue on in the future is dropping the rope. A lot of people out there just dropping that rope with them and I'm, I'm cutting them out left, right and center. And it feels so good. I'll, deleting them from the phone, removing their socials. Just, it's so, so wonderful. That's they reach dropping out. Dropping the rope. Yeah, you know, there's we are both holding the rope and I'm letting go. You have the rope. That's yours. It's for you. I see. It's the opposite of trolling. It's kind Maggie's, of like ghosting. What was the Maggie Maggie oh. left. Oh, she left. No, I did it. Oh. He's Maggie. Maggie, we would love to hear as the final bit of this is the ultimate, the final piece of advice from all all, all of the green zoom to everyone listening. Maggie, what did you what did you learn this year? What are you um, taking with you next to the next year? Um, where there's a will, there's a way, and there is no reason for me to have to be driving around town for anything. So, yes. me on the computer. Yep. <laughs> Catch me in these Zoom streets, and don't make me have to find parking and put on shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's fantastic, and I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah, I think this year has proven that, like, shut-ins got a bad rap over the years. <laughs> yeah, they were people... just out there being right and alone. <laughs> Millionaires under house arrest? Fuck these people. Uh. Yeah. Uh, with the pantry, you're not arrested. All right, that's it for all of us here in the Green Zoom. Thanks for joining us for the, the year. We really appreciate it. We love having you. Thanks, everyone, for joining us in the chat. Um, sorry, we didn't didn't get in there with, with you too much this time. That's kind of on Craig. 
Um, yeah. But the rest of us did what we could. Uh, yep. We filled our spots. Oh, Thanks so much. Great time to check in with the chat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Happy New Year. For the first half month, Happy I thought, New Year. I thought it was a bit Greg was doing that there was a chat going on. <laughs> I thought it was just a bit. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, it may be. I was saying in the chat, James sucks. I was like, this isn't real. <laughs> and that's it. Thanks for joining us in the green zoom. I hope it left you feeling hmm, uplifted. That would be nice. Oh, that would make me feel good. If you left the show and at the end, you felt a little bit uh, lighter in your spirit and you were having a good time. That makes me so happy. Makes me want to encourage you to come back next time and double up on that feeling maybe it'll come again if you want it twice you can not only subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts join us every tuesday at 7 p.m pacific time on the nightlight youtube channel and you can join us in the chat for the live recording via zoom it's always a lot of fun we love to have you there in the chat always a highlight of my week i love to see everyone's faces and it's a nice way to put a face to the voice if you're having a hard time keeping all of us straight. How could you not? We're a mob. We roll, we mob up on you, and it's a cacophony of sound. So that's what I suggest. Join us on Tuesdays, 7 o'clock. We always have a lot of fun with that. And if you want to find out about what we've got going on or when the next shows are, follow us on social media, on Twitter and Instagram at InTheGreenZoom. We are always promoting what's coming up. And you can also find out where you can check out the, the performers on some of their other shows. And if there's a guest that you'd like us to have on the show, let us know. If there's a question you'd like us to answer, hit us up there. We'd love to hear from you. I just want to thank everybody involved for the hard work they've done in putting in the green zoom together. This is a show that came up out of um, really nothing this year out of a, a desire to be together and through the difficult pandemic. And we've, we've really done that and it's incredible to see how it's grown. And I'm so grateful for all of the cast of in the green zoom and all of the people that helped put us on everybody at nightlight who helped produce the live stream uh, and all of our live stand-up programs we put on this year jessica kelly for having this great idea and for putting it together week after week a huge thank you and shout out to Brian Granillo for helping out and producing this podcast, making it listenable and tweaking my weird Muppet voice so that it is less grating on you. He, he really runs a lot of filters over it. So good job, Brian. Thanks for that. I want to thank my friend Jordan Katz and him bringing his pals Kenny Siegel and Mark McConville along to record the In the Green Zoom podcast sound soundscape soundtrack intro music whatever you want to call it uh jordan created it with his pals and it's it's just great i absolutely love it also want to thank luke mcgarry for his time and work and generous consideration for adding youth to my face on the in the green zoom artwork again if you're loving that artwork as much as i am you want to get a print of it you can purchase that at belowthecollar.com They've got a lot of other great comedians merch on there as well. I got some stuff there. I wouldn't mind if you if you want to wear a Paul Danke shirt. I would be so honored. I know Fairbanks has got some great stuff. Gareth does. Gareth's cat, I think, even has a, has its own merch page. So um, check out Jose's stuff there. 
so, but most of all, thank you, uh, the listeners and the people who come to the live shows via Zoom, of course, and attend the live recordings. We couldn't do it without you. We wouldn't want to do it without you. And it's been, it's been a great time. So thank you very much. And we'll see you in 2021 in the Green Zoom. <laughs>